Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. I am so thrilled about today's interview with Dr. Carrie August. We're talking about, you ready for this? Fasten your seatbelts. Bringing the power of diagnostic medicine to underserved communities. I got to say that again, because there's nothing more powerful than this right now. That is bringing the power of diagnostic medicine to underserved communities. And why is this? My belief is no one No one should be walking around without access to cancer screening, higher education, empowerment, and families to save women's lives. Dr. August, great to have you here. I'll tell you, this is like uh, super good news. Great to be with you, Dr. Pat. And you said it so beautifully. You're so right. Yeah. Um, I think that we can agree on a lot of things, right? And then we can disagree on a lot of things. But to watch people suffer with diseases like cancer and not have access to either the diagnostics or the education and to watch what happens to families is not even, it's inhumane is an understatement. Why is it that you are doing what you do to get this message out there? So it is so important, like you said, that patients have access to the screenings they need. And the goal of our foundation, the CAT, College of American Pathologists Foundation, is to ensure that no woman ever dies of breast cancer or cervical cancer because she didn't have the insurance to cover her screenings. And we sponsor screening events across the country where a pathologist who's a physician is in charge of organizing a program, partnering with their hospital and with other doctors and healthcare providers to give uninsured women not just the screening, the mammogram and the pap smear, but to make sure that they get their result that very same day. The results are given to them by a pathologist And if the women need more follow-up testing or if they need more follow-up treatment, the hospital representatives are right there to talk to them, help them set their next appointments, help them enroll in the proper programs to make sure that their treatment costs can be covered. So it's one-stop shopping but it delivers a huge impact for women to help make sure that we don't have women dying of cancer unnecessarily. 
Yeah. And I think part of what you do too is in the education of things is that we have to get past the notion that all women experience the same signs, the same predetermination, that we're all the same. And I think that is a number one, uh, really, that is really like a time bomb waiting to, to go off because we are women and we're not all oh, the you're, same. You're so right. And sometimes people say, I don't need to do that because I don't have this or this or this risk factor. Everyone needs to do their screening because everyone is different. And our program provides not only the services I told you about, but we also, in some of our sites, we provide testing for other diseases, blood pressure checks, diabetes checks, and we give women information. They're empowered by learning about diet, exercise, wellness. We have yoga demonstrations. We have nutrition information. And we even, in some communities, provide information unrelated to medical care, but that people need. For example, a bank may come and explain about bank accounts and checking. And so it helps in every aspect of life and gives these women power, not just of getting their testing done and their treatment scheduled, but gives them knowledge as well. Well, one of the things you're the you're a, you are a, uh, you are a fellow uh, of the College of American Pathologists, and I want to talk about this for a minute. Um, I want to talk about what the what a pathologist does and what it is we need to do when we're thinking about our treatment. So, a pathologist is a physician, and we are the physicians that generally patients don't see in terms of cancer patients, we are the doctors who by looking at cells and slides from tissue biopsies, we're the ones who make that diagnosis of cancer initially. We're the ones who run the special tests on cancers to help determine what types of treatment a patient can have. When a patient has an operation for cancer, we are the doctors who determine is the cancer all out, is there cancer in lymph nodes, and then we participate on the team of other doctors, including the surgeons, the radiologists, the oncologists, the radiation oncologists, and other healthcare professionals to make a treatment plan that's most effective for each patient. So we're with you every step of the way. One of the things I want to ask you about is the, 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 the approach that you all take. Tell us about C, test, and treat, because a lot of times people get the idea of the C. Maybe they get the idea of the test, but how many women do we know are in positions where they are really not getting a complete and holistic approach to a disease that could kill them? So since we have started the C-Test and Treat program, we have screened 6,000 women. So that's 6,000 women who otherwise may never have had their testing. And fortunately, most women are just fine. They get a good, clean result. But we have had cases where people have 
found out that they have either precancers or cancers. And one story in particular that really stands out to me is of a woman in Mississippi named Tamika. And Tamika is a mom of, I think, four children, and she has her own business, a catering business, and works 16 hours a day because she's self-employed. She didn't have insurance. So between the cost and the time factor, getting screened was the last thing she wanted to do. She was persuaded to attend a C-test-and-treat event in Mississippi near her home where she found out she had cervical cancer and immediately got plugged into her further testing and her treatment right on site. So by the time I heard Tamika speak and had the chance to meet her a year later, she had finished her treatment, she was cancer-free, and she now was so persuaded by the power of this that the next time a C-test-and-treat event took place in her area, she was actually driving other people to go to the event. So patients are seen and they see, they learn, they get tested, and then further treatment as needed is arranged. So it's a great program that really takes into account all aspects of the barriers that people have. Yeah, I mean, barriers really is an understatement because I think for the people that have access and affordability, and I can go through a whole list, they don't really see all of the barriers we're discussing today. But I want to make sure people know how they can find out more about what we're talking about today. There are two places where your listeners can go, two websites. One is www.foundation.cap.org, and there they can find out about the C-Test and Treat programs. And the other site is www.yourpathologist.org, where people can watch some videos that explain how a cancer diagnosis is made, what a pathology report means, and hear stories from patients as well. So those are two resources I would urge people to go to. Awesome. Thank you so very much. I've got a one, one or two more questions. One is, I'd like to know from your perspective, um, how great is the fear that women have about getting their diagnosis? Oh, obviously, it's a huge fear because it's the beginning of all kinds of changes in their lives and treatment and discomfort. But that's one of the reasons the C-Test and Treat program tries to make it as easy and comfortable as possible for women. And we want them to feel like they're in a little community where they're not alone, where there is help for them, because that fear can be so overwhelming and can prevent people from getting their necessary screenings. Wow. One last question, personal message. What do you want to leave us with today? I want to leave the listeners with the message to get their screening. Hopefully someday we'll have C-Test and Treat all over the country, but I want to encourage listeners everywhere not to neglect their all-important screening because not only do you need it for yourself, but everyone has someone depending on them. So go for it. Get your screenings. 
Thank you so very much. Thank you for all that you're doing. Appreciate you. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Demystifying the journey on From Here to There Radio with your host, Diane Garris. Tune in every third Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Diane helps you get from where you are now to the life you envision. Get ready to get unstuck and move forward. Every show features a new special segment, New Age Notes, demystifying hot metaphysical topics of the day. For more information or to work with Diane, visit DianeGarris.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Talk Radio. This is Debbie Pokornik with a moment for standing in your power. Self-control begins with noticing how different feelings present themselves in your body. When you're feeling sensitive, for example, your chin might quiver, tears might well up in your eyes, and your voice might catch in your throat. Anger, on the other hand, might appear as tension in your jaw, back, or arms, along with clenched fists, heat in the upper torso, scowling, and a strong desire to yell. The more aware you become of your body cues, the easier it will be to recognize when you're on the road to disaster. Choose the emotions that cause you problems, then start noticing and logging the body cues that come with them. For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. That's EmpoweringNRG.com. Well, I guess all of you probably know by now, this is our good news segment. But one of the things you've heard me talk about for a really, really long time is how after years and years and years, I still love cotton. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just something that feels so good to me. But today's show goes beyond that. Joining me is Catherine Bruce, Manager Market Insights in the Corporate Strategy and Program Metrics Department of Cotton Incorporated. What does this mean? Most of the time, what we're looking at is what can we do for the holidays? And thanks to these folks, we've got the Lifestyle Monitor Survey, which we're going to reveal to all of you out there. Now, what is this and what is this all about? Catherine, let's start. What is the Department of, Co- of, of Cotton Incorporated? Tell us about this first to kick this off. Yeah. So, you know, like you, we love cotton over here. <laughs> um, and we, 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 we got started uh, in the 70s when, you know, we were seeing more synthetics on the market and, and wanted to, uh, you know, work to, you know, make cotton, uh, you know, available and profitable both for growers and for retailers because we really believe in the product. And and as you and many consumers have found, 
um, you know, when it comes to comfort and durability and, um, and price and um, washability and all those great things that we look to for clothes, um, cotton is really the fiber of choice. And so we exist to do research in how to make cotton perform even better, um, as well as in, in our division to understand what's happening in the marketplace um, and put that information out to help retailers and help consumers um, to kind of accomplish those goals that they have. So, uh, you know, part of this is really staying on the pulse of what people are feeling, sensing, believing, yes. all of the above. And that is the lifestyle monitor survey correct yes and so we've conducted the lifestyle monitor survey for more than 20 years Um, we survey consumers every month to learn about their shopping habits and their attitudes on everything from their favorite fibers to their holiday gift giving Um, And just recently, we asked about that holiday gift giving for the upcoming season. um, And we found that holiday shoppers are planning to spend about $680 on gifts this holiday season. Um, And of that, $240 is what they plan to spend on clothing uh, specifically. Wow. Um, From your perspective, and let's just kind of talk about this uh, as we look at the trends, um, we've gone through, I think, ebbs and flows and high tide and low tide, especially when it comes to cotton. I want to ask you, what is it that you're seeing in terms of a new trend, a new pattern, especially as we're looking at, I like to call them the bookends, the older generation and the newer generation of folks. What, what are you seeing? So, you know, when it comes to cotton clothing specifically, we do find that, you know, comfortable staples uh, made of cotton, so tees, polo shirts, jeans, sleepwear, um, they, those those have been and remain just important parts of, of the wardrobe and important gifts that people plan to give uh, this season. So, um, and one thing that we're seeing, particularly with younger consumers, um, as we talk about, um, you know, the environment and sustainability is, is people kind of rediscovering or, or thinking about cotton in terms of um, sustainability as a natural fiber. Because, you know, it, it has been grown and used for over 6,000 years. Um, and uh, we're finding that consumers, when they're looking for something that, that can make them feel good and, and know that they are doing something for the environment and um, in those clothing choices, that cotton is uh, a choice, particularly for younger consumers as they think about that. Um, and, and so that's an interesting trend that, that we've been tracking for the last couple of years. Yeah, I'm so glad you're tracking it because one of the things I think that all of us are acutely aware of is that, you know, there is the upbringing of generations of, of people and they have learned certain things both consciously and subconsciously about their buying and shopping habits. So let's talk about mm-hmm. shopping for a minute. Shopping, shopping, yeah. shopping. Black Friday, Cyber mm-hmm. Monday, you know, terrific Tuesday. Now I'm making stuff up. But t- tell me, tell me, <laughs> yes. what, what are some of the trends? What are we looking at in terms of gifts and buying and strategies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, it, it's interesting because you hear this, uh, there's a new day every year kind of thing. And, and one reason that those promotional days continue and even expand is that consumers respond to them. They, you know, they may be planning all year to uh, to buy their holiday gifts. And we, we do find that 25% of consumers say they plan their gift shopping throughout the year. 
And those days are days they can be a catalyst for them to get out in the stores and buy. And they can also be just a, you know, fun experience and a tradition. You know, my sister-in-law and her, her sisters, they have a tradition of every year of getting up really early on Black Friday and going to the stores. And it's a great family event for them. And we see that with a lot of consumers that these promotional days are days where you know, they've decided or they've planned that certain things that they want to get and then they take advantage of the promotions and the excitement and all of that surrounds it um, to make their purchases on those days. You know, it's really interesting because I'm back on the East Coast and, uh, you know, I, I went out shopping here because we're getting ready to go to a, uh, a wedding. And one of the things that I was really mm-hmm. struck by more than anything was the opportunity to look for sales. I have to tell you, that is more of an Mm -hmm. art than a science, right? Um, (laughs) But I bought a pair of really nice dress slacks for $4.96. So when I'm asking you, I know, right? You're like, what? No kidding. Um, (laughs) But I would have walked out of the store without even seeing this section of the store are we now in your survey, are we still looking for those sales of sales or have we just decided it's way easier just to buy conveniently? I don't know. What, what do you think you're seeing? What, mm-hmm. What's the trend? Well, you know, often we see for consumers that convenience and the sales can go hand in hand mm-hmm. as, they're, as they're shopping online. So one thing that consumers will use their you know, devices, either their smartphones um, or their computers, is to plan what they want to shop and where and find out where those sales may be. And and they have the ability now to plan out what they're going to do. Um, and and some of them will go and find out that there is a sale in, in those $4.96 pants and, and go for it. Yeah. Um, and so so we do find that, that planning is, is an important way that, that people are able to shop. What do you see are the trends, what I like to call the comeback trends? And by the way, most people don't mm-hmm. think about denim and cotton in the same sentence. Mm-hmm. Somehow we created a whole new fabric mm-hmm. called denim. And we think that's like we grow denim. <laughs> no, right? Mm-hmm. But what? Correct. What, but, yeah. but by definition, denim is made of cotton. There correct? you go. <laughs> that's what I'm just saying. Um, let's mm-hmm. talk about some of the healthy health uh, notes that I looked here when I looked at the survey. But before we do that, I want to make sure you give mm-hmm. out the website so folks can look at this themselves. What's the yes. best way to find out? So uh, to, to get, you know, all the, all the consumer data you're, you're looking for, you can go to lifestylemonitor.cottoninc.com. Uh, and that's our site where we, you know, publish re- regular pieces summarizing a lot of the research that I'm talking about today. Um, okay. So question I didn't ask you. I know we got like a minute left. What are the most important top three things that you want to get across to our listeners? What's that? What's on your hot list? <laughs> Good question. Um, well, I guess, you know, for, for consumers, 
they they have so many options available to them and they really can take advantage of them. Uh, so they, you know, we live in a world now where there isn't just one way to shop. You don't just have to go go to the store uh, and, and do it that way. You can ship your, buy online and ship it to the store. You can go into the store and then buy it online. <laughs> you can even be in the store and looking on your phone for, for other deals or, you know, comparing sizes and prices. And, um, and, and, you know, and we also see beyond that convenience that holiday shoppers enjoy shopping in store for that experience. Um, so 73% say they prefer to shop for stores and lines because they like the holiday music and the, uh, the, the decorations and, yeah. and all of those things. And so, so, you know, what I would say to consumers is that, you know, whatever you want your holiday shopping to look like, you can make that happen with the resources um, that are available to you today. Yeah. The thing that I, I was really struck by as well, and one of the surveyed uh, pieces of data was, how fast forward to even where we are today and people, people want retailers to focus on improving customer service. As a matter of fact, this is such demand mm -hmm. that, you know, there is an entire mm -hmm. class that we're, we're creating to talk about positivity mm -hmm. in customer service. I mean, are you shocked by that? That mm -hmm. folks are like, yeah, that's still <laughs> super important to me. Well, you know what? Online has really, really, you know, upped upped our game. And yeah. so, in, in the industry, we talk a lot about what what can what can physical stores offer uh, that to bring people in. And one thing they can offer is that personal experience and that shopping, that that customer service. Um, and you know, even though we have all of these digital resources available, we're still people that like to interact one on one. And that positive interaction with a salesperson can really make your day. Um, and so, consumers like that. That's one of the things they look for. Um, and that's one of the things that increasingly retailers are offering. Well, I got to tell you, I know we're out of time. So I want to thank you for today. One more time with the website, please. That is lifestylemonitor.cottoninc.com. Okay, so my last quote for the day, I know you're going to be shocked. Wear breathable underwear, <laughs> ladies. Wear breathable underwear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wear it. Cotton, 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 just like grandma told you. Thank you so much for today. It's true. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right, everybody. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Barbara Scheidegger, clinical hypnotherapist and founder of Swiss Hypnotherapy. My goal is to help you to reach your goal. And this is a tip with purpose. Everybody wants it and nobody has enough of it. But it comes to a point that you have to tell yourself, I can get more. I want more. I deserve more. I'm talking about money. More money, more money, more money. That's what people want. But what has to be done? your thoughts have to change. That you can allow yourself to tell yourself, I have money and I want more money. How much money? What is it? Put it out there, write it down. What would you do with more money? How would you feel to have more money? I hope this tip helps you going through the day today. You can reach me at 323-999-4775 or at my website at swisshypnotherapy.com.
Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as we reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy, and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit JenniferNoelTaylor.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to our good news segment. Now, many of you have heard me talk about, you know, me following the yellow brick road to try to figure out what Medicare Advantage enrollment is all about. Well, guess what? We don't have to do that anymore because we're bringing you Jeff Fernandez, Vice President, Western Segment of the Medicare Advantage plans at Humana. And one of the things that we want to say to everybody out there, yep, it's annual enrollment and we don't want this to be super stressful for you. So today, Jeff is joining us to break it down, give you the things you need to know, and get you in gear for making the right decisions, ones that fit what you need. Jeff, thanks, to have, thanks for joining us here. Welcome. Hey, Dr. Pat. Thanks for having me. Okay, so look. Um, this is one of these things that we hear about annual enrollment period for Medicare Advantage and prescription drug plan. It is now. What's the period uh, that people should say, mark your calendar from here to here? Yeah, Dr. Pat, that's a great place to start. And uh, you, you nailed the you nailed it on the head. The, the, the time frame for this is October 15th through December 7th. And that's what Medicare calls the annual enrollment period. And that's the time period, the window that they give us to make changes to our current plan for going forward for January 1st of 19. Or if we decide not to do anything, you automatically get re-enrolled in the plan you're in today for all of 19. So yeah, you're right. This is the homework time. This is when you mm -hmm. should be grabbing your information and then marking that October 15th and December 7th on your calendar. Because after that, uh, you make your decision, you know, you're kind of locked in and you do. But the good news is, is you do have a one time look back period that that Medicare does offer people. So even if you make that decision between January 1st and March 31st, you get kind of a trial run. So you get to try your new plan out. And if you like everything, there's no big deal. You can keep on going. However, they will let you change to one, uh, make one change to another plan if you don't like the one you have. So yeah, this is an important time for us to be doing our homework to make the right decision. And you know, one of the things I wanna say too, to kick this off is that here we are, please don't wait. Please don't wait for December. Start the process now. And the best way to do that is to get information. So Jeff, right at the top, what's a website that people can find more information at? So there's a, the good news is there's a couple avenues, and this is an age of information, right? So yeah. let's let's start with number one, the, the digital age, right? So you can go to Medicare.gov. Um, the Medicare website it has a really neat compare tool on it, so it'll compare you. You basically plug in your zip code, right, and it'll bring up the uh, plans that are offered where you live. Uh, it also has a neat uh, prescription drug uh, compare tool that will allow you to put in all of the drugs that you take, hit calculate, and it'll show you an expected cost for the next year. And that's really cool because this is all about, you know, if we're living on a fixed income, it's really important that we know what to budget, right? So if I'm going to have a certain amount of 
a maintenance drug or something for cholesterol, high blood pressure, whatever, and I know I have to take it, well, you kind of got to bake that into your budget. Um, you can go to Humana.com forward slash Medicare uh, for more information about Humana specifically. Um, and the good news is, we'll, even though those are two digital options, you can call us um, at one 877 0714. And who the person that will answer that phone will be a licensed Humana agent. And here's the good news, Dr. Pat. Those people can give you all the information on the phone. They can actually enroll you over the phone if you find the plan you like. Or alternatively, if you're not comfortable doing it on digital or over the phone, that same uh, person can sign up, they can set up an in-home appointment for you. So we'll actually come out to your house, sit across the kitchen table and review all of your options for you and enroll you right there. So no matter where you are, we'll find a place to meet you and get you the information you need to make the right decision for your healthcare choices. Yeah, and you know, the reason I wanted to get this really talked about up front is I can't tell folks enough about how this journey does not have to be taken alone. And that's why I was excited Jeff, to have you here because this is one of these things where you really need the guidance of somebody to walk you through. That's what today's about. So let's start right here with, I think, one of the most confusing parts of the conversation, uh, original Medicare and Medicare Advantage. And a lot of people don't even know, number one, there is a difference. And number two, what the differences are. Can you like fill us in? Yeah, Dr. Pat, I'm, I'm glad you let off with that, too, because that's uh, that is the, the confusing part of this. If there if, if and a lot of people call it the alphabet soup, right, because there's all these parts with all these letters. So let me break it down for for your listeners. Um, first and foremost, there's original Medicare that you get when you turn 65. And part of original care, uh, Medicare is something called Part A as an apple. And that coverage is for your hospital uh, coverage, right? And so what also happens is you have the uh, opportunity to buy the Part B as in boy original Medicare, which you pay a premium for out of your Social Security check. So that covers your outpatient, your doctor visits, et cetera. But then you have to also buy the Part D as in dog, and that's the prescription drug benefit under Part D. Now that's a standalone product, and we sell that, and you can buy it. But the good news is there's a Part C, which is the private options for Medicare, also known as Medicare Advantage. And here's the good news. The Medicare Advantage plans wrap all those alphabet parts together under one umbrella, one company, and one ID card. And it also gets better than that. Um, original Medicare doesn't uh, offer any value-added extras. And what I mean by that, the Medicare Advantage plans like Humana offer extras such as um, the dental plans, the vision plans, the over-the-counter plans, perhaps a hearing benefit. Um, there's the silver sneakers exercise benefit that all gets wrapped under that same ID, same umbrella in one-stop shopping. And it can be nothing more convenient than that to help manage all this stuff on a go-for-it go basis. And I really like to focus in on that silver sneakers thing, Dr. Pat, because yeah. A lot of times people say, oh, well, I'm getting older. I turned 65. I guess I have to slow down now. And we at Humana totally disagree with that. And that's why we offer that benefit, because as we age and get older, it, we've got to stay healthy. We've got to stay moving. We've got to stay flexible. And so making sure that, that you know, we take advantage of those value-add benefits, like a, a no-cost gym membership, is so important. And the other thing, I, question I get a lot is, well, am I going to have to go to this gym where everybody's lifting heavy weights and, and all that, and I, I just want to go do some exercises? And, and my answer to that is very simply, the Silver Sneakers program is senior-specific, right? So it's all age 
age appropriate. And you're kind of off in your own little part of the gym in the room where in some of them, are, maybe you're not up to doing the, the harder cardiac stuff or, or more uh, rigorous exercises. That's okay. They have multitude of classes, some of which are just the stretching classes to stay flexible, right? So this is more than, you know, we at Humana, we're, we, we, yes, we're an insurance company, but we're more about a health and well-being company these days. And we're trying to keep people fit as a fiddle and keep active as they age. Yeah. And one of the things you mentioned, too, is now we're getting so much information especially now in Western Washington and the Western part of the country where the senior centers or the version of what we call senior centers are the best, some of the best, everything from pickleball to table tennis. So what you're talking about is important. I want to ask you this, the search for doctors, 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 doctors. What is the difference between these? What should I know, Jeff? about how to make an informed decision based on doctors, doctors availability, all of the above. Yeah, so actually you, you hit on one of the key components. I usually recommend to people to, to get a checklist of four or five things. And first and foremost, I, I lead off with the premium because you, again, if you're on a fixed income and you gotta pay a monthly premium, you better know what that is up front because that is the last thing you wanna be surprised about. The good news is, is um, where you live in Seattle, Humana has a bunch of zero premium plans. And so therefore you don't pay anything extra. There's nothing better than zero, right? That's yeah. awesome. The yeah. num- and you hit the number two thing that I ask about. Even if it's zero premium, that really isn't going to fit me if, it, if the providers that I want to go to are not in the network. So you got to check the network. And the, the good news is when you go to that Humana.com forward slash Medicare website, there's a physician finder on there. So you can plug in your doctor's name or even maybe your hospital if you want um, to see if they are in the network. Because even though it doesn't change that often, sometimes doctors retire or they're not in the network and you got to know if they're in the network going forward. And maybe there's a new doctor that moved in that you want to inquire about. You want to make sure they're in the network because no matter if there's zero premium, if you can't see the doctor you want, that's not a good fit. And that's why this is a great, this is why this is the homework that every, all of your listeners should be doing right now. The third thing I say, and it relates back to your, your doctor question, right? You gotta ask what the copays are. So what does it cost for me to go to a doctor? If I visit my primary care doctor, is it five bucks every visit? Because if I go to the doctor four times a year, that's 20 bucks, I need a budget that, right? I gotta figure out how I'm gonna pay for that. The good news is some of the plans may have a zero uh, doctor copay, and that's even more important, but these are key things that you gotta know. And I, I also, and even though nobody likes to talk about it, you know, nobody likes plans to go into the hospital, right? Nobody says, well, I'm going to go get admitted this week or this year. And, and But, you know, the fact is that happens. Sometimes it's elective, sometimes it's emergency. And so you want to at least ask and say, well, if that ever did happen, how much would that be out of pocket for me, right? Because you don't want to be hit with some big bill. You want to know up front. And that's the beauty of all this is Medicare Advantage plans, for the most part, are fixed copays that you that are predictable. So if something like that did happen to you, you would know up front. The, the fourth thing, or the things that I hit on a minute ago about the extras and this, the, the value add things that I mentioned, the dental, the vision, the hearing, over-the-counter, silver sneakers, those add as much value sometimes as the other things. So ask about those things and compare those versus the plans. And then finally, you know what, Dr. Pat, don't take my word for it. You know, word of mouth is important, all right? So ask your family and friends, hey, what plan are you on? Do you like it? Tell me why you like it. Um, and so if you take those five things together, I think you're destined to make the right decision for your healthcare needs going forward. Yeah. And I think one of the things that you already pointed to 
are really to do the comparison. But let's talk about a couple of things that could help people here today, right? You know, we talked about enrollment. We talked about what people can find out from multiple websites. The thing that I ask people is this question. Do you have, uh, and the term is a pre-existing condition. And when you ask that question, you know, people have to look, look at the list and say, well, why do you want to know that, Pat? Or why should I look at that? Or what is it that maybe is happening in my family that I should look at to help me select my plan? Because it does make a difference, Jeff, doesn't it? Well, the good news is for Medicare Advantage, <clears throat> it doesn't matter um, what your pre-existing conditions are. It's a guaranteed issue program. The only thing that's an exception to that is if you have end-stage renal disease, and that's not a Humana rule or no. Medicare. That's a Medicare. No. That's a Medicare rule. So. It doesn't matter if you've got diabetes and high blood pressure and uh, you know name any other things. Um, you can sign up. The premiums the same. The copays are the same. It's all the same, and there's no there's no asking anything about pre-existing conditions other than that end-stage renal disease. I was talking to someone yesterday, uh, totally not aware of this, but you know his comment, and I'm going to pass it on to you, was. Can you talk to how, how people can evaluate the plans based on maximum out-of-pocket? Because that seems to be the issue these days. It's basically, I don't want to pay out-of-pocket. Where do I go? And if I do pay out-of-pocket, how can I look at these plans and come up with a reasonable solution? Yeah, that was what I, that's what I was telling you about that Medicare.gov. Mm -hmm. It will give you an expected annual out-of-pocket cost for all the plans that are offered in your community. So that's why I was saying when you when you put your zip code in and you hit com, uh, search, it'll automatically pull those plans up and it will estimate for you what your maximum out-of-pocket could be uh, if you you know if you if you if you spent all the way to the top. So that, and it also, and it, that's on the medical side, right? So that's like the doctor mm -hmm. visits, uh, hospitalization, et cetera. That same tool is the one I was mentioning that offers you the look at the prescription drug cost out of pocket on an annual basis. So really and truly, that if that's what that individual is seeking, that Medicare.gov website is the answer that, that he's looking for. Thank you very much. I want to ask you last question, websites, one more time. And thank you for getting out there and getting the word out. You bet. Uh, this is the age of information, and there's there's really uh, uh, no excuse anymore, right? It's out there. I just encourage all of your listeners to go do their homework. Um, they can do it via the Medicare.gov website or the Humana.com forward slash Medicare, or give us a ring at that one eight seven seven eight seven seven zero seven one four number, and uh, we'll get you all the information that you need to make the right decision for your health care. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for getting the word out there. Thanks, Dr. Pat. All right, everybody, a short break. We'll be right back. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. 
What is holding you back from living the life you are meant to live? Why is it vital to believe in something bigger than yourself? Are you in physical or emotional pain? Tune in monthly to Vibrant Purposeful Living. Awaken the vibrant life within you with Lou Paradise and Dr. Pat on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Lou's passion is to help everyone experience positive solutions for life. Find out more about Lou with Vibrant Purposeful Living at LouParadise.com. Living Lighter Radio with Jason and Patricia. We have an ecosystem approach to your life. Tune in weekly every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as we, Jason and Patricia, discuss what's truly holding you back. We offer you the tools you need to reach your goals and at the same time be living lighter. For more information about Living Lighter, visit www.livinglighter.org. Miss any shows during the week? We've got you covered. With the free Transformation Talk radio app, you'll have access to all of the past week's shows in the palm of your hand. Tune in to Transformation Talk Radio anywhere you go with our free app for any of your devices. Check out our app in the App Store and Google Play Store today. Hi, this is Laura Richer, host of On the Verge Radio. Sometimes you hear encouraging messages like transform your life now, become empowered, create the life you crave, and it all seems overwhelming and you're not sure where to start. I'm here to tell you that self-improvement is not always fun and easy, but it is always worth it. The path to creating positive changes begins with releasing the things that have been holding you back. Then you can create a life that inspires you. I know this because I've done it. You can find out more about what I do by visiting my website, seattlehealinghypnosis.com. I look forward to supporting you on your journey. Are you ready to embrace your essence and the magic of who you are? Let me, Emily Perkins, hold your hand and walk with you as we go treasure hunting for the gold that lies within you. Tune in to Love Living Radio every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, visit LoveLivingHolistics.com. Hey, everybody, listen, I know a lot of you are really thinking about, well, wait a minute, we hear there's going to be a new Medicare card. Well, how do I get it? Where is it coming from? Do I have to apply? What's going to happen? What's the color of the envelope? Any and all of those questions. Well, guess what? We have got the answers to that and more. Raymond Hurd is joining us here today, Regional Administrator for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Yep, CMS. And today, Ray and I are going to talk about what do you have to do, what are the new cards, how are they getting to you, and what you should be on the lookout for. Ray, thank you for joining me here today. I mean, and I'm really quite familiar with this, and you're absolutely right. People don't know what to look for. A lot of folks didn't even know to look for something, and I'm sure you've heard this a lot, right? <laughs> well, I'm happy to be here, and yes, um, I, we need to educate people because they're going to be getting the new cards in the mail, and they need to know it's, it's from Medicare. So, first question, uh, and this question actually came up yesterday because I actually got a call from a family member, 
and they were asking this question. They say, listen, you do the radio. You should know all this. I said, ask me after tomorrow. <laughs> but the question is, uh, is it, th- this is really the question they're asking. What kind of envelope is it going to come in? How am I going to know it is the card versus my regular bills that I get? And, th- and you know, honestly, I never thought about questions like this. Well, it's just a standard business envelope, and then when you open it up, you'll see the new red, white, and blue Medicare card on the inside. Awesome. So what did people have to do to get the card? Nothing. That's the important point to make because (laughs) there are other people out there who will try and convince you you need to do something like spend money or provide your personal information. Don't do that. Hang up on those people. We already know where you live and and what your information is. So the card's just going to arrive at at your house in in the address that you have on file with the Social Security Administration. I think that's an important part because one of the things that's happening, and I know it's happening to me a lot now, is somehow they get your cell phone number. Who knows how? And all of a sudden you're getting uh, call after call after call, robo-calling and all of the above. And so this message about getting the card uh, automatically is a super important one. Um, Let me ask you this other question. Once I get my card, okay, then what? Well, I think it's important that you thoroughly destroy your old card to get rid of that card that has your Social Security number on it because... And the reason we're doing new cards is to protect beneficiaries' identification, and so we're removing the Social Security number. So that first step is drop that card in the shredder and get rid of it so you don't have anything laying around with your Social Security number. And then take your new card to your doctor's office on your next visit, and they will be asking you for your new number anyways, and you can present your card at that time. Um, A lot of the questions that come up about this have to do with supplemental insurance. Um, and this has really been an important question. For those people that have supplemental insurance, whether it's through AARP or some other place, are they needing to then also inform those organizations, or does do things like that happen automatically? No, that'll be taken care of automatically. So if you have a okay. Medicare Advantage plan or a prescription drug plan or some other supplemental yeah. insurance We've already shared your new number with them, so you don't have to. The only thing you have to do is just present your card at the doctor's office the next time you go. You know, I think this has become uh, quite a mystery for people. Um, And most of the time, people are like, I don't want to sit here and, like, try to sit here and figure out, is it coming, is it coming? So people are asking. Uh, Ray, they're asking, okay, is there, like, a way to track this? How can I find out if my card has been shipped? Uh, so that I can keep my eye on the mail. Is there a way to do that? So in in this area, in Providence area, in Rhode Island and Massachusetts mm-hmm. and the New England states, the card started mailing about a week ago, and you should mm-hmm. receive your new card by the end of August. However, you can always go to Medicare.gov and look for information on the mailing waves to see when the cards are coming to your area. Um, so let me ask you this question. Um, a lot of um, uh, concern about why do this, why do this, why do this now. So I'd like to really explore with you what you all have seen that has become at risk for people. Because I think folks don't know what they don't know. And certainly with the new card, they don't want to put themselves at risk either. Oh, absolutely. And and really, it's it's to protect beneficiaries from identity theft and fraud. The, The current cards are based on a social security number. So 
you're carrying around your social security number on your Medicare card, and we are trying to protect beneficiaries by removing that number and giving them a new number. So giant fear, does the new card mean I'm losing benefits? No, I get that question a lot. No, the Medicare <laughs> benefits are staying the same. This is just a new identification number to help protect you and your identity. Um, I want to make sure before we you know, run out of time here, I want to make sure that folks know what is the best place to go to find out more about this? Because clearly um, these are short interviews, so folks might have more questions. So you can always start by calling 1-800-MEDICARE and talking to a customer service representative about any questions you have about Medicare. And then, of course, there's the Medicare.gov website. And you can always sign up for a MyMedicare.gov website to track your own personal information. Um, you, you know, the question I think that comes up a lot is, what have you all seen in terms of uh, high-risk situations for really innocent people that are not really aware that things like identity theft and so forth are out there. Um, we just don't think about Medicare as fitting in the same categories as credit cards, for example, or driver's license. But obviously, you all wouldn't be doing this if you haven't seen something. Well, again, part of it is to protect against identity theft from individuals because of the Social Security number. But let's take this a mm -hmm. step farther. You're going to get a new number that's 11 digits long. You still should protect that number because there are individuals out there who, if they get a hold of Medicare numbers, they will bill the Medicare system for services that are never provided and defraud mm. the Medicare system. Mm. You know, what if you've discovered some of the tips are? that could give people a great preventative toolkit here, Ray? Well, for prevention of fraud, I think the most important thing is that you actually look at your explanation of benefits when you get them to, to see that what you're being billed for is something that your doctor actually provided. And if you start seeing bills for services at doctor's offices that never happened, it's an indication that someone is using your Medicare number to fraudulently bill the system. Mm -hmm. Well, we certainly live in an interesting digital world uh, today, don't we? We do. Um, I want to ask you this last question. Um, as you kind of venture out doing these interviews, talking to different people, are you finding a trend or a pattern that our listeners should be aware of? Um, no, not necessarily. There have been several reports across the country of um, people contacting Medicare beneficiaries, asking them for money or asking them to verify their information so that they can receive their new card. The important thing to remember is the new card's coming in the mail and it's free. So if somebody's asking you those questions, they're trying mm. to scam you and you need to hang up on them. Yeah, and also through email. Don't reply back to the emails. No, That's we're not very, sending very any emails thing. on this. No, 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 exactly. Right. Right. And see, people don't know that. I mean, they don't know that, you know, when we're talking about things like this and talking about government things in general, governments, not, they, you know, honestly, they don't really send you an email saying, call us right away and give us your information. They have your information. That's correct. We don't we, and we don't send random emails at all. Right. Um, well, first of all, thank you for doing this today. I want to ask you for how the website, how people can find out more. And then I want to ask you what your personal message is and what you'd like to leave us with today, Ray. Thank you for this information. 
Well, it's a pleasure. I thank you for having me. Again, you can always call 1-800-MEDICARE and talk to an individual, or you can go to the website, medicare.gov, for more information. And as far as a personal message goes, it's just that the new card is coming. It doesn't change anything except to provide more protection for you. Awesome, Ray. Thank you. Ray Hurd, everybody. This is the Deputy Consortium Administrator for Consortium of Health Plans Operation and Regional Administrator for Boston, New York Regional Offices. And as he said before, those of y'all on the East Coast, East Coast buddies out there, uh, be on the lookout. Thanks, Ray. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right, everybody. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.